Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. <laughs> Lil Barron. How are you? I'm having a great day. Good. It's the season, right? It, yes. Christmas has come and gone, and now we're on to the new year. Right. So do you set New Year's resolutions? Yes. <laughs> there was and a little hesitation Yeah, there. because sometimes they last a month, sometimes they last a day. <laughs> that is totally normal, <laughs> and that's okay. I, I will say our, our previous co-host, Jeff, he mm-hmm. used to tell me every year at this time of year that he always resolved to not resolve. <laughs> See? And so he was like 100% with his resolutions. <laughs> he he was 100%. But many of us yeah. set New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So I found this article in Forbes magazine. It's written by Dr. Tracy Brower. It's called Four Reasons to Make New Year's Resolutions Even If You Don't Keep Them. Oh. So there are some benefits okay. just going through the process. Even if for whatever reason, <laughs> we don't. Gym. We, yeah, we don't get them done. So, as I said, many people make New Year's resolutions, yeah. but the majority of us, the vast majority of us, fail to achieve them. <laughs> but making resolutions is still a good idea with plenty of positive effects. So, data from YouGov America hmm. suggests that about a quarter of Americans will make resolutions. Hmm. See, that felt a little low to me. That I thought does, more of yeah. us do it, but according to the data they found, about twenty-five percent. Americans will make resolutions and most people think that they will accomplish them. So <laughs> hmm, <laughs> that's, it's okay. good. Like, it's fine. It's fine. That's good. Most people are optimistic. Uh, 86% expect that this year will be better than next year <laughs> in whatever way that they're uh, measuring that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be that younger people are more optimistic about the future than older people <laughs> for some reason. I don't right. understand why that is. But uh, the most popular New Year's resolution isn't going to surprise any of us. They're, they're usually about self-improvement. Right. So about 23% of us talk about or set resolutions to try to live healthier. Mm-hmm. We want to get happy. About 21% of us do that. 20% want to lose some weight. Yeah, of course. Uh, 7% say exercising is going to be a goal that they set. Mm-hmm. 5% of us say that they want to stop smoking. And about 2% of us say we want to reduce our alcohol intake. Oh. In addition, people resolve to make career and job goals oh. during the New Year's, res- New, New Year's resolution setting time. About 16% of people said that. And about 11% say that they want to improve their relationships. So those are some of the things that we set. Uh, Despite our best laid plans (laughs) and our best intentions, though, only about 8% of people will achieve their New Year's resolutions. That's according to a study by the University (laughs) of Scranton. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's not very many. 8% is not very many. But all is not lost. That's the point I want to make today. (laughs) If you don't achieve all of your resolutions, (laughs) there is still reasons there are still reasons and good ideas behind setting resolutions here's why number one is intention so being honest with yourself about your current condition and the distance to your preferred situation (laughs) is actually key to improvement so being intentional about what you want and how you want to grow and develop will help you achieve better results when you're moving forward with a clear direction Mm -hmm. You're making a positive contribution to your emotional and mental health. So Mm. just that intention is good for us. Number two is hope and engagement. 
So making New Year's resolutions is inherently hopeful and optimistic. Yeah. We think that there's room to and, and power yeah. to do and be better, right? You expect <laughs> things to get better for you, for your work, for your experience, or in your community. This positive view of the future, in turn, tends to motivate action. If you don't believe tomorrow can be any better, you're unlikely to take steps to improve yourself or your community, right? So that's hopeful. Right. <laughs> Why do you hesitate no, about I, that No, because I love it. Oh, okay. I'm liking right. this. So uh, the optimism of setting the resolutions is actually doubly beneficial because it contributes to your, your own mental health and also engaging you towards positive actions, which can affect those who are around you. You seriously, I have You're never thought. Yes, I've never okay. thought of it like this. Well, and I hadn't either. That's why, to me, the article was so interesting. Yeah. So, number three okay. is responsibility. So, most New Year's resolutions have some impact on others. Even though many of our resolutions are about self improvement, uh-huh. they still affect our families, our friends, mm-hmm. our, our work colleagues, our communities. Your resolution to get healthy will help you be around longer for your family and friends. If you have a, revolu- a resolution, Excuse me, a resolution uh, to do more volunteer work in the community garden that'll help feed people in your location. Uh-huh. New Year's resolutions are a terrific way to focus on yourself, but also to consider your broader responsibilities and to expand and huh. multiply your positive effects on others. Thank you for sharing this and not food stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of Christmas right. and New Year's. Right? Hello. We're going to talk about sugar intake <laughs> right. or something like that. <laughs> number, number four, just to wrap us up here quickly, is inspiration. And it just comes down to when you seek to be better or to do better or contribute more fully, you tend to inspire others oh. as well. And here on the show, we yeah. see that all the time. All the time. You, you and I are so mm-hmm. often inspired by oh, our yeah. amazing guests. The, the primary way people learn is through experiencing the behaviors of others, even if they're not consciously aware of it. People pick up on our choices and cues and the things that we watch others do constantly. When you focus on the future and focus on improvement, you necessarily inspire those hmm. around you as well. So the goal is to strive to be in the minority of people <laughs> who do keep their New Year's resolutions. Of course, that's right. the goal. But even when we aren't able to keep every one of them, the act of making them and striving forward will have positive effects for you and for others. I love that. Seriously. That's good stuff, right? It is, really. Yeah. So if you were thinking that you were going to do like Jeff and resolve <laughs> right. to not resolve, maybe this year just go through the actions. I'm going to. Do your best. But even if you don't achieve your ultimate goal, there's still some good stuff. Yeah. I like it. I do too. I'm ready to set them. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Today's guest is another one of our amazing yes. athletes. Stephanie Anderson is a four-year athlete of the Huntsman World Senior Games. This year, she competed in 13 different <gasps> events. Wow. She competed in cycling, the road races, the triathlon, and a plethora of events in wow. track and field. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's an <laughs> honor to be here. Oh, it's our, we're excited to visit yes. with you. So, so tell us, are New Year's resolutions a thing that you do? <laughs> Or is that something you've forgotten in the past? No, actually, I do set certain goals. And my sister inspired me to um, name my year. So I also do that. So it's a a way of being. So you can keep reminding yourself throughout the year. So she names her year every year, and we followed suit. But I do set goals as well. So do you name it like, this is the year of Everest? Or do you name it like, Billy? (laughs) <laughs> like the, the year of abundance or okay, the year of okay. love oh. or compassion or 
Oh. Yeah, I love it. I love that yeah. idea. I do too. That's great. Oh, now I have so to really to think. I'm going yeah. to. Add that to your list. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you have, uh, uh, among many things that you do, athleticism and being an athlete is one of those things. Mm-hmm. And you competed this year, as I said, in 13 different events. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now you have some great examples in your parents that really kind of brought you into the the sports and athletic world. Tell, tell us a little bit about your parents and the effect okay. that they had on you and, and the way that you jumped into this life of an athlete. Okay, so at age 15, we started running road races together as a family. Didn't take long before my dad started doing triathlons. My mom watched a couple races and she was like, what? I'm going to join him. So. I'm not going to sit on the sidelines. I'm going to get out right. there. Yeah. So she jumped in and started doing triathlons and I had some ear issues. So I did team triathlons with the family. Okay. And they've been doing them over 35 years. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and then they got involved with the senior games. They were friends with Kathy Thane mm. and bragged about all the great things she was doing. So in my 30s, I learned about the senior games yeah. and couldn't wait to turn 50. <laughs> I actually <laughs> looked forward to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I didn't dread turning 50. I was actually excited because I could finally take part in the games that I had heard about for so long. I yeah, love that. I, I love that. And I, and I have found, generally speaking, that the people who are connected in some way with the games, mm-hmm. whether it's through a family member or through volunteerism or whatever connection that they have, they do seem less nervous or worried or afraid to turn 50 because they know that there's still so much that is available and you've been able to watch your parents just really experience that yeah it's great and even the first year that my mom started there was a guy in his 70s so she's in her 50s i'm in my 30s and he had never mountain biked picked up mountain biking and we were just in awe and i realized that that the age is just a number yeah, absolutely. That oh. is so true. So, so true. And just like we, what we talked about just a minute ago about that inspiration, mm-hmm. like it just permeates throughout the whole senior games movement. Mm-hmm. And we certainly feel it here at the Huntsman World yeah. Senior Games. So you started with road races as a youth. Did you continue to run through all of your adult years, even as you raised kids? And Yeah, I, I've raced consistently since age 15. Oh, wow. And I love racing, sometimes more than training even, but (laughs) I try and sign up for every race I can. Um, And that's part of why I moved to St. George, because it is a racing mecca. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So you you are a little bit uh, of the anomaly. Many of our athletes compete as a youth, and then for for all kinds of good reasons, they have to step away a little bit, Mm -hmm. whether it's because of family or work or just life and obligations. And then many times they find their way back to the sport or they find their way back to sports in general, maybe picking up a new one. But you've been able to kind of continue to run and stay in shape and, and run the races. Um, but you also have added additional things besides uh, the 5Ks and the and the road races. Um, I know that you've run marathons. Yes, yep. I've ran several marathons, including Boston. Oh. Um, you know, and when I was young, I didn't realize that that was attainable. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But I really didn't until I was older, and then I was like, I'm going to go for that. And I made it there, and my parents came um, with me, and we ran the 5K before the race. Yeah. And that was so exciting to be a part of oh, that 5K sure. even. Yeah. And then, so so just the one time or have you returned to Boston? or Just one time okay. in 2019. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. So pretty recently, yeah. just before COVID shut it's, all wow. of us down. <laughs> exactly. So, wow. Well, congratulations. What a lifelong Thank endeavor. Um, in addition to that, you mentioned triathlons and you said yeah. you've done some team triathlons. Have you... Yeah. 
Um, have you done a full triathlon yourself or does the ear thing keep you out yeah. of the water? Um, actually, I learned how to, if I just keep the my that left ear in the water and um, breathe to my right when I'm swimming, then I'm fine. Okay. Oh. And so I did, I, I do hundreds and hundreds of triathlons. Just when I was like 18, I did some team triathlons with yeah. my family. But I just completed my first full distance Ironman in Arizona. And oh. yeah. In, wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. 2021, yeah. What you're you're capable of doing. And so just for those, I I know we talk about the Ironman somewhat regularly on the show, but for those that maybe don't know, review for us the distances in the three events. Okay, so if you do a full distance Ironman, it's 1.2 miles in the swim, um, 112 miles on the bike, (laughs) and um, a marathon, 26.2 mile run. Oh. Yeah. It, it's a, it's incredible. <laughs> it's just absolutely incredible. Every single one of those legs is an accomplishment in it and of itself. Right. Like I'm telling mm-hmm. you, to swim 1.2 miles, <laughs> it's a long, long. It's swim. so far, and yeah. it's it's hard if you've never done it or attempted it or tried it. You think, well, I can walk a mile. It's you know, it's a distance, but it's not that far. But there is a difference yeah. between swimming a mile and walking a mile. And then you come out of the water and you jump on your bike, and then you ride for one hundred and twelve <laughs> miles. It's unbelievable, and it's crazy. It's crazy. But then, just for fun, you take you you take your first step off of the bike, and then you're going to go run a marathon, which again, in and of itself, is an incredible yeah. accomplishment. Yeah. So congratulations yes, on that. Thank you. That's awesome. And the crazy thing about that race is I couldn't eat after I was halfway on the bike. So I had no food for oh. except for ice chips for the rest of the race. Oh, wow. So that's pretty crazy. And yeah. I still made it. <laughs> Fairly. Oh, no. Incredible. Incredible undertaking for sure. Yeah. And then you've jumped into some track and field. Now, yes. now I, I I did look up your registration, so I know that you basically did all the running events, yeah, <laughs> including the fifty meter sprint all the way up to the uh, fifteen hundred meter and the three thousand meters. Um, do you prefer the distance, or do you like to just get in there, get it over with? What's your What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think the fifty is pretty tough because yeah. you have to go so fast; you can risk, you know, pulling a hamstring. So I kind of like the middle of the road. Okay. More more so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you say middle of the road, you're talking like about the like 800. the 800. Yeah. Because the 400 is still a sprint. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. sheer misery because you're sprinting <laughs> exactly. for 400 meters, right? Yeah. Everyone tells me that's like the worst invention of any of all time. <laughs> so whoever thought to run the 400 meter. Um, so you like yeah. the 800, the 1500. That's yeah. kind of like your sweet spot there. Yeah. And I did enjoy the relay, the 50 by 100 relay. Okay. And I, un, unbeknownst to me, prior to the race, I didn't know um, I won a ribbon along with the gold medal. Yeah. And that's a special thing in the senior games that I didn't know about yeah. uh, until Derek told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's amazing. So you, you've got all these things that you're doing, the, the road races, the triathlon, cycling, uh, we didn't even talk about cycling. What were the cycling events that you did this um, year? I did the hill climb and the time trial, and I think that's it this year. Yeah, those two. I, I know. But I'm going to sign up for more things. next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sign up for the crit and the road race next awesome. year. Do you, so. do you have a favorite of these things, or they, is there something totally different that you love to do that's your favorite? Um, I love the hill climb. The hill climb. Yeah, it's a great course. You ride to the top of Snow Canyon from the sand dunes. Um, yeah. And it, it's just wonderful. It I re- love that. It really is a beautiful yeah. course. Like it's hard to beat Snow Canyon. Period. We <laughs> right. live we live in Santa Clara, so we're in Snow Canyon all the time. Mm-hmm. But the course itself, from bottom to the top, is pretty challenging. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of people that uh, 
have to get off and walk. No, mm-hmm. not 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 everybody. Most people yeah. can make it, but right. it's a tough, it's mm-hmm. a tough incline there. It's so. very very steep. Yeah, yeah, especially the last part. The yeah. uh, of the race, the, uh-huh. the the beginning of it is like a you know it's a pretty good incline, but then you hit like that last mile, and the it, it picks up, Ooh. it picks up, and that's so. where the photographer is. Right, <laughs> Alan's always there waving. Like everyone's everyone's face is just sheer torture. Exactly. No, no, I love it. That's awesome. That is good. That's awesome. So this is we're starting a new year, getting ready to start a new year. We're talking about resolutions. Um, what is your motivation? Like you've been able to do this your whole life and you found some satisfaction and joy in it, but what, how do you, how are you able to do it where so many of us are not quite as able to do <laughs> right. it? And I'm looking at myself. I was going to say, he was at looking myself. at me. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. But what is your motivation? What keeps you going? Um, well, you know, having that goal out there, um, it, it's hope for me. Um, having those races to look forward to gives me hope. It gives me something to look forward to. It makes life more interesting. And, you know, through all the ups and downs that I've been through in my life, sport has been the constant mm-hmm. and continuous thing that is always there for me. And often people might think, oh, what is she running away from? But I'm actually not running away from anything. I'm running towards something great. The better oh. part of me, hope, um, trying to inspire other people. I love that. I do too. I love that. And... Um, Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I love it. What a great way and to again, approach it. And again, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. Running, I'm not running away from something. I'm running towards something. Yeah, yeah something greater. Yeah. And, you, and you should start where you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. And the senior games are so welcoming. There are some fabulous athletes. Like, if you're young, get in shape. You know, try and show up mm-hmm. strong. But truly just start where you're at because you're welcome there. There's so many wonderful people that come mm-hmm. to the games from all over the world. We, yeah. s- we see that so often in the games mm-hmm. and p- we hear it so often as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just true. There's just a different feeling about senior sports than you get like in a high school competition or a college. Those, those, thing, those times have great value in our lives, mm-hmm. but it's just a little bit of a different focus. Mm-hmm. When you reach the senior sports, of course there's competition. Of course there is. Yeah. You want to do your best. You're striving to set your personal records or to win the gold medals or whatever. But there's also like outside of the field of competition, there's so much friendship and camaraderie mm-hmm. and, and family that really develops throughout the the process of running towards something greater. I just, I love that so much. I want to talk a little bit about, you mentioned that your parents were very instrumental in some of your fitness and your sports goals. What is it like to compete with your mom at the senior (laughs) games? Oh, it's amazing, you know, because A, she's still here and she's still in shape. Um, They just decided to stay consistent over the years. And um, they cut back on the distances as they aged because they wanted the longevity out of their bodies. Yeah. And my mother-in-law also, she's in her 80s. Um, my mom's in her 70s. I'm in my 50s. And my dad's in his 70s. Um, he actually competed this year after having dementia for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that's pretty amazing. And he keeps getting out there no matter, no matter what. <laughs> but yeah, it was the consistency that kept him there and... Racing with with them has been just one of my greatest joys. Mm-hmm. Being there and meeting new people. We have so many friends, I can't even tell you, from the senior games. Probably yeah. more than I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is it true. Is. You know, and, I, and I've watched that even with my own parents. And um, just being involved with the games, you just, you see so many of these, like, 
deep, mm-hmm. meaningful, lifelong relationships. Yeah. Even though you only see each other maybe even once or, or yeah. sometimes at other events yeah. you do, but sporadically and rarely throughout the year. And yet those connections are, are, are real and they're yeah. strong. And there's something maybe a little bit about shared suffering that, that <laughs> yeah. connects people together. I don't know. But exactly. whatever, the, whatever the motivation is, they're, they're right. real. They're real relationships for sure. They really are. So were, what was what was the event that your dad did this year? He did um, some of the track okay. um, workout or events, yeah. and then he did the five k. Awesome. We weren't sure if he could make the five k, but he yeah, did, but and he made it through. so we signed him up for track as well, so that he could get his nineteenth year. Because at twenty he can get the watch. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're Absolutely. talking about our endurance awards, yeah. where we do commemorate longevity at the yeah. games, and that's uh, something that we hope that our athletes are excited about and that they work towards and so so awesome so he's just got one more year to go one and more year oh, to, good. to uh, get that watch how many years does your mom have under her belt she has 16 i believe okay. and my mother-in-law 18 okay wow so, yeah. uh, they're also right there too and then yeah. you've got four already so you're yeah. well on your way i was adding it up and i think it might be three because the first year believe it or not i was in a training for a job and uh. um could not leave it was a five-week training Oh, okay. yeah. And then with uh, the pandemic. Yeah. So I believe it is that three. Has thrown everybody. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thrown everybody off yeah. for yeah. sure. But, you're but well, it would be five. <laughs> you're, you're well on your way for sure to uh, following in the footsteps of your parents. Yes. yes. Which I think is just amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. again, congratulations. Yeah, what, thank you. What a cool thing to do and what a fun family tradition. Thank you. So um, we've got a whole year in front of us. Anything that you're planning on doing new or different to kind of mm-hmm. get ready for the games in October? Well, um, I met Terry. He helped get the rowing into the yeah. senior games. Uh-huh. And so he's, he said, you need to sign up for this next year. <laughs> he's, so, the, he's the biggest cheerleader. Yeah. For, that event for sure. So I will add the rowing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, even though I don't have a rower, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to add, I, I do want to say that normally we do everything in the first week. But we were so sad when it was over, and it went by so quick yeah. that we're like, we're going to sign up for as many as we can, and that's why we added the second week. Oh, I love so. it! Oh, that is awesome! I love it. And uh, rowing is going to be great for you. Oh, like, yeah. it just really is. Yeah. I, rowing is a newer sport mm-hmm. to the games. We've only had it for a couple of years, but the the first year that we did it, it was kind of an introduction, and then we've already had growth since then. Yeah. And so we're really looking yeah. to uh, anticipating some uh, some great growth yeah. there in the yeah. rowing, and it's such a fun event like it's just there's again a lot of just positive (laughs) energy around it so i'm excited for you they do have in most gyms they do have rowers in most gyms so (laughs) maybe you'll have to take a look at that you maybe don't have a gym membership right now but there are opportunities to to train and to get get ready yeah so you've done rowing i have i did the first year yeah not not this year but the year before Yep, and nice. um, next year, my husband and I are going to do Yay. it again. And so I'll be at the gym with okay. you looking yeah. for an erg. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Great. So. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much yes, for thank your you. example and for joining us today. And congratulations on all of the success that you've had yeah, and, thank and you. the inspiration that yes. you are to those around you within your family and those in your circle. Just, it's awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're you. welcome. It is my mission to bring people to sport and um, the sense, the community, yeah. Yeah. you know, bring them to the community because everybody wants to have connection. 
and be involved and that's a great way it's yeah. so true it's so true and so important we've yeah. talked many times on the show and mm-hmm. research just shows that that social connection is as important mm-hmm. as the physical yep. aspect as yep. well yep. so thank you yes, thanks for joining us thank you happy new year yes. and the best of luck with yeah. your resolutions and everything that you got going on okay thank you so much yeah. awesome. oh, okay so I'm going to name my year are you I love that idea I, know. I had never even thought of it Ooh, before I haven't either I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Billy though <laughs> I think I think I, it'll be easy to remember easy to spell I'm going to walk in and go hi Billy <laughs> <laughs> how's Billy doing this year no it's awesome yeah. I, I, I'm going to definitely give that some serious thought yeah. and see if we can come up with something as a yeah. family because I, I love that idea so so just to wrap us up here a reminder that of course the end of the year is the starting of a yes. new one so we just yes. want to remind everyone that team registration mm-hmm. is going to open on January 1st at the stroke of midnight <laughs> that's mountain time remember that but many of our team events do fill up very yes. early so be sure to uh, hit that website yeah. seniorgames.net early and uh Set a New Year's resolution to uh, reserve a spot for your team. (laughs) Speaking of New Year's resolutions, individual registration will open on March 1st, Mm -hmm. which is also at the stroke of midnight Mm -hmm. mountain time. So put that on your calendar and then set that one for yourself. Like make sure that you're uh, uh, signing up early and setting that goal that you're going to work towards to be an athlete at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Once again, all the information is available at seniorgames.net. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere that Mm -hmm. podcasts are found. Give us a rating or write a quick review that helps us spread the word. It's easy to do on your iPhone. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and then hit the stars there. You can also find this in previous shows right on our website. Once again, that is SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought is from country music artist Brad Paisley. Mm. And he says, tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.